Welcome, listeners. I'm Justin Makarevich, Associate Director of Employer Relations at the Graduate Career Management Center of the Zickman School of Business at Baruch College. Thanks for tuning in to this episode. Good afternoon, everybody. It is May 11th, 2020, and I am here with uh, Baruch MBA alum John Tesser. So excited to have this conversation just because there's a lot happening um, right now with, with John putting a lot of content and, and information ideas out there around careers, around just life in general. Um, I am also excited just to have another sit down with John since I've known John for a number of years since being at Brew College and he's one of our most supportive and downright, just downright straightforward alums when he talks to absolutely anybody, whether it's a student or another alum or whoever. So John, welcome to the GCMC podcast. Thank you, Justin. I'm Absolutely. super excited to be here, and Justin's just trying to say that um, I kind of tell it like it is, uh, whether you want to hear it or not. Uh, you know, I've gotten in trouble with some Baruch people before, but oh well. Oh well. <laughs> it's just one of those things. There it goes. <laughs> well, before we sort of jump into today's topic, John, uh, please introduce yourself to listeners. Sure. Uh, give a little bit of sense about your background, what it is you do, all of that. Absolutely. Okay. So the way I describe myself these days is I- I'm really an insights guy. And so mm-hmm. what the- I work with data and insights to learn about people. And uh, this is my day job. I do it for the New York City Tourism Bureau now. But I've been essentially looking at insights through data, understanding consumer behavior, taking those insights and helping to better marketing plans for somewhere between 15 to 20 years. Um, That's what I do for a living. That's what pays the bills. Um, As Justin alluded, all of a sudden, I went on LinkedIn about five, six months ago and started posting more about how to live your life in a better way, um, Mm -hmm. for young professionals and how to um, you know, integrate life and career and self-awareness and all of this emotional intelligence stuff. And that's the second side of who I am. That's the part, that's my public persona that people have gotten to know. Um, so I really do feel like I'm living these two dual worlds as a professional. Uh, yeah. That's a good introduction to, to who I am and what I'm about. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I feel like you know, one of the reasons we're speaking today is because of those posts you're making on LinkedIn. And I actually think it's not just about young people slash students. I think that a lot of what you say is applicable and uh, to so many people and they can relate to that message. To talk about that sort of second part of your life, why, what made you start posting on LinkedIn and start posting sort of around that, those things? So it's been a long journey. So I, the, here's the funny part, right? Yeah. People are like, oh my God, I've been following you for so long. I've only been posting on LinkedIn for five months. <laughs> um, and that's hilarious because I'm sort of the anti-social media guy. Like I've spent my whole life behind the scenes looking at social media and analyzing social media and using data around social media, but I've never posted anything. So here's the story of how this happened. Um, all of a sudden it's a Saturday morning And I'm going through my LinkedIn feed, you know, just looking at the content. And I'm like, God, there's so many people showing off about how great they are and all Mm. of the questions. This is annoying crap out of me. And Dustin says, you know, I'm always going to tell it like it is. And I literally just wrote a rant in like for in like two minutes. And all of a sudden, my LinkedIn started to blow up. Mm. Uh, And about two weeks later, 
I was probably at around 6 million views, um, wow. including shares. And I had become a viral sensation. Um, and the post was really all about, hey, if you're announcing, you know, you got a new job or you got into college or you did something, get over yourself. <laughs> you're not that great. You're doing it so that other people can congratulate you. And instead of doing that, why don't you try and help others to get to where you are and give back rather than show off how great you are, right? Yeah. So this resonated with a lot of people for a lot of different reasons. Um, but yeah, that was what got me started. And I'm all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, I don't have to post about data and insights. Right. About like emotional intelligence and all this personal development stuff that I do. This is really cool. And so I've just been on it. It's been, it's been a journey. <laughs> <laughs> to say the least. Ever true. since. Well, I mean, also, I think on certain platforms like LinkedIn, et cetera, right, where everybody's sort of expected to post as well as to consume only positive messages and things like that mm -hmm. to have a completely fresh air and fresh point of view of, hey, how about not doing this? And maybe <laughs> now, you know, being an, an agent for, for, for helping others or, or an agent for change, it's, I mean, it's, it's one of the reasons why I've loved reading them uh, for sure. And, and that's why that one recent post, I believe it was two weeks ago at this point, Mm -hmm. um, that really caught my attention was your post about everyone being a marketer. And the, just one part of that post it was, last was week. Yeah. it was last week. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. Um, I, <clears throat> I think with, with the shelter in place and things, the weeks are getting, they, you just don't know. You, you don't, just don't know. As much. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But I love, you know, this line and it's whether you realize it or not, you're a marketer. We all are. Please take us through what you mean. I love this so, point. I, that's one of my favorite posts. And, and before we even start talking about it, Justin, mm -hmm. you have to realize that that was actually my biggest flop post in about five months. And really? So, yeah. Oh, in terms of huh. engagement, it, it flopped. It, people didn't like it. It didn't get any responses. No one really commented on it. It was my lowest engaging post of the last, I would say, you know, three or four months. And, and that's the funny thing about content on LinkedIn, because you and I are sitting here in agreement that I think it's one of the most important posts I've ever put out. It's mm -hmm. one of the, you know, most like interesting ways to think about the world. Yeah. And LinkedIn audience was like, I, I don't care. Like they didn't, yeah. they didn't get it. But let's talk through that concept because this came up actually from another uh, conversation I was having last week, and that's where the post came from, which is this idea that if you work in data and insights, you're not a data person, you're not working with data, you're actually a marketer. You're a mm -hmm. marketer for the work that you're doing, and you're literally a marketer. Like You are doing data analysis so that you can market your company better so they understand consumers. The deeper you understand your consumer, even in any day, everyday life, the more you're going to be able to accomplish what you want to accomplish. And so there's so many, there's so many deep ways of looking at this. The message is so profound yet simple. It's like, you know, if more people did this, more people would get what they want. Yep. I can keep going, Justin, but I, no, I, you're right. One other point there is I think people get in their own way. 
and they don't think of the person on the other side, whether it's in a negotiation, whether it's parenting, which is something I have to do all the time. So, you know, not thinking about what my kids want, I'm just trying to order them around, whether yeah. it's as a boss and realizing that your employees need something, right? And that you have to market to them what it is that they need to do. There's so many different ways that you can take this quote unquote target audience, think about them and apply sort of, okay, what is it my target audience needs? What is their, what is their identity? And how do I deliver that so that they can get my message and I can get what I need? Right. It's and, and that's the essence of this idea of everybody being a marketer. Yeah. And I think, I think, you know, I wonder if the, the, like part of the reason why it didn't resonate so much is that people think they or they're reading everybody's a marketer and somebody who might be in accounting or finance is like, Oh, well, mm -hmm. I'm not a marketer. So therefore that doesn't apply to me. And right. I actually think, and that's like, that's completely wrong. Right. And so right. even if it's some students may think, Oh, well, you're only talking about marketing or anybody who's actually on LinkedIn does this or how do you think this applies to people who are aspiring to be, say, accountants, people I, in HR, I think, whatever, yeah. right? I love that you brought that up, Justin, because everyone as a marketer is solely meant not for the marketers, right? Marketers, right, right. marketers know right. what it means to be a marketer. They understand target audiences. They understand like tactics to get people to buy, stuff like that, right? But yeah. This post was really meant for exactly the kind of people that you're talking about, the Baruch students who are yeah. accountants and financiers. How is it that they can be marketers? Okay, well, let's, let's walk through that for, for an accountant, right? Mm -hmm. They go into Grant Thornton or they're in a, you know, an accounting firm and, and they see a better way to do something, right? Uh-oh, you got to put your marketing hat on right now. How are you going to show your boss and other people that your way of doing things is going to benefit them? Now, right. all of a sudden, you're not an accountant. You're a marketer, right? Yep. Target audience. Okay, so your target audience as this accountant, that's your boss. That's your boss's boss. That's your peers. That's who's going to implement this new plan that you have that you're coming in and you're saying, we've got a better way of doing things. Now you got to market it. You have to understand what's in it for your boss. Right. How are you going to prove that this new way of doing things is great for them, right? And so you are, you're not an accountant anymore. You're, you're a marketer and you're a salesman. Now, there is a difference between marketing and sales, sure. right? That's an important point here. The marketing side of things is the understanding of the identity of the person that you're talking about, right? Mm -hmm. Are essentially understanding people, they're understanding behavior. Sales is really the tactics to get them to do something. And I think, you know, you use both, right? Like you have to use tactics to make the marketing work. But marketing is really this overall umbrella of who is someone, what do they want, and how do I give them what they want in the right way? Right, right. Which could also mean like if, so if it's my boss, I know these things about my boss, he can he hears things in a certain way. So therefore, I'm going to have right. to communicate to him in a certain way. That's I can't right. give him this information. I can only give him the top three bullets, whatever. That exactly, might be. right. And so you're figuring out the identity of your boss, right? Mm -hmm that's going to make him or her want to do the thing you want to do, that's marketing. Yep. Whether you put that term to it or not, you're doing this all the time. Some people call it communication skills, but I think it goes beyond that. Of I think, course. I think it goes to this idea, like I said, of consumer behavior and identifying what triggers are going to make someone do something. Right. Absolutely. Um, 
I'd love to sort of, if you've got examples, I want to, I want to drill down on some examples if you, if, if you have any. So do you have an example of someone who is a great marketer in their life? They don't obviously have to be in marketing <clears throat> like we, we just established, but what is it they do especially well in addition, in addition to the things we maybe have talked about? Like, is there an example of somebody you know who's just a great marketer in the life they lead? God, it's really hard for me on the spot to come up with somebody that I can... Okay. I think where I feel more comfortable answering this question, Justin, sure. if okay with it, is this idea of providing insights to understand people in a way so that you can provide marketing to them, right? Okay. So hear me out for a second, because I think this is interesting and timely. Um, and it's related to what I do, right? So I work in tourism. Mm-hmm. I work for New York City. We all know what's going on with tourism right now, COVID, right. right? No one wants to travel, no one wants to do anything. And so my job is to figure out, keep a pulse on the, you know, the, the consumer behavior and the identity of people who want to travel to New York City. And something, I actually found something that was an insight last week, and I think this will drive the point home, Justin, that's why I'm telling this story. Perfect. I look at Google search data all the time, right? And it's the most interesting data because it's actual behaviors of people, what they're typing out. And, and you know, we be, being part of New York City, NYC and company, the Tourism Bureau, anything anybody types about New York City, we end up getting to see that. So we see the search impressions. And so last week, I, I got to find a real insight that was absolutely fascinating and changed the way marketing was done. Mm-hmm. I and then I looked at the Google searches and all of a sudden I saw searches for all these New York City beaches. I saw Orchard Beach show up. I saw Jacob Reese Park show up. I saw which beaches are open. This, this is called, this is like an insight light bulb, right? And yeah. so what am I understanding about somebody by doing this? What's happening on the New York City tourism site is a lot of people are sick of being stuck inside and they're getting ready to plan their trips to the beach. Right. About that, right? So, now I've identified our target consumer, our target audience is New Yorkers and people around the New York area. Which beaches do they want to go to? And now we know who the target audience is, what they're looking to do, and we can aim the content at them. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm illustrating this concept using insights and marketing. But again, like, you know, we gave the example of how the accountants you know, is doing the same thing when they report their boss, they want to do something new. I'm just doing this for the tourism bureau. I'm saying, oh my God, they all want to go to beaches. Right. And guess what? I sent this out and I sent it to the content team and they're like, this is phenomenal information. Now we can go and create, you know, these materials so that we can target these people in the right way. And I'm like, yes, this is the way it's supposed to work. Right. It's, I mean, that's just so funny because I mean, like, like New York City tourists are now locals. And that's who they, they are. are for, that's who they're going to be. Right. Totally. That's fantastic. I, and I'm, I'm thinking about, <clears throat> about that accounting student, that finance student, uh, that HR student, or whoever it might be, right? So, you know, you may know with everything going on, John, some of our students, students everywhere, uh, some of their, their, their internships have been canceled. Um, some companies have, um, have just put a pause on their summer internships and even hiring. Um, and, and, or some haven't even been, been able to select or to be able to secure an internship. With that marketing hat on, what can students do to sort of help market themselves if they don't have an internship this summer? If something a brilliant, brilliant question. And it is something that's top of mind for students everywhere. Completely. Put that marketing hat on now 
if you don't have an internship or if you haven't gotten a job or your job offer got rescinded, one of the best pieces of advice that I give to people, and I actually had a post about this recently, is find out the identity of your target consumer, right? Which is probably a hiring manager or somebody who works at one of the companies that you like. Find out about who they are, right? Mm. Figure out who they are, figure out what they care about, find out what their problems are that keep them up at night. And when you do your reach out on LinkedIn and you know, you come with a targeted approach that says, Hey, I know, like I said it for myself. Hey, I know you work at NYC and company, John, I'm really interested in the work you're doing. You're probably interested in, you know, what's going on with COVID and, and tourism. I actually found this resource. You might be interested, thought you should take a look. Hmm. Right? wrote a post that said all of this and students need to again they get get outside of the mindset of who are you and into the mindset of who am I reaching out to what do they care about by doing that people are going to pay attention to you right they're going to say oh my god this person is helpful in my life yeah great I I'm so used to people reaching out and saying here's what I need I I need I need I need my celebrity status or whatever on LinkedIn is filled with people reaching out to me saying, I need, I need, I need the one or two people who reach out to me and say, here's, I know, here's what you need. They get my attention. Right. And you have to think of people on LinkedIn and people in your network and people like that are, are also doing this through the same lens of this person is, a, is giving me something that's great for me. They're giving me something of value. Right. Completely. And I'm, I'm also thinking that, um, that too, you know, for, for the summer, and I know students are, are thinking about it, but even if there's maybe some projects that they can, <clears throat> they can think of to do, um, whether right. it's on Kaggle as well, that would sort of position them, um, you know, one, once summer's over, et cetera, that they've, they've got something that has positioned them and what they want to do next, whether that's an accounting student or finance student, you know, to be able to show some work that they did over the summer that can help them market as well. That's right. Show some work, but show work that you're doing that, that, that solves, you know, your target company's problems right. that you think that they need problems solved. Right. I'm, I've been a hiring manager for years. Justin, mm-hmm. I reach out to him for every damn job. <laughs> <laughs> And we thank you for it. (laughs) Every single time, I'm always like, Justin, find me somebody. So I've been on the hiring side for a while. And the people that impress me the most are the ones who have the projects that are closest to the work that I need done, right? Where like, oh my God, you know tourism. You understand market research. Like you've put together a portfolio of this stuff. You're automatically on my top list because you've proven above everybody else who's applied who may have generalized skills that you know what I'm looking for you know how to solve my pain right when you're solving these problems as an accountant student as an HR student as a finance whatever you know you go forward and you say look I've solved these problems for you as the hiring manager some people are going to pay attention guaranteed they will completely yeah I mean if you could really make it about them absolutely um, what are some resources out there? Are you thinking, I mean, obviously everybody can Google how to be a marketer. Maybe there's sort of like marketing 101, <laughs> like any thoughts that you can have yeah. for students who aren't marketing students who want to learn about how they can really market themselves using marketing techniques though. Yeah. Thoughts. Great, yeah. Great question. Great question. There are books that are necessary reads for everybody. And I know you're going to agree Shoot with it. it. Yeah. I always give the same ones, right? Daniel Pink to sell as human. Oh. One needs to read that book. It will change the way you think of selling and marketing 
you know, as I, I love the name of the book, even to sell as human, it's totally. like born to sell. Like it's, it's not something to be scared of. You need to read that book. Um, I think Robert, I always talk about Cialdini's influence and persuasion. Um, mm. You have to understand the techniques that are done with sales and persuasion and understand that these are tried and true and tested and, and just become familiar with the things that he talks about, things like reciprocity and scarcity. And, you know, a lot of the stuff that, that Justin and I are talking about here are, are things that are proven out by Cialdini, who's the master um, of this. Uh, he's written two books. One of them's more scientific. One of them's more pop. So um, figure that out. And then there's the classic, and I hate to say it, but Dale Carnegie, mm. 100 years later, with how to, you know, win friends and influence people, is a masterclass in in this idea of marketing yourself and selling. It's amazing that book. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it really is. Completely. It's so basic, but it's just so important and it gets you into this other people mindset in a way that has never been replicated even Absolutely. so old. <laughs> yeah. Those totally are, and I, I mean, think like yeah, I, I, and I think also like even just for no matter what what anybody's situation is in especially now where we're all sort of like locked in or whatever we're doing whether you're a student or not like you can just get into your own space in your own world and not think of those around you oh and my god it's so easy right so easy yeah completely and that's the that's the thing to avoid if you're going to be successful with other people which ultimately you need yeah and again i see it you know it sets you apart when you're other focused right mm -hmm. Because most of the people reaching out to me, like I said, in my inbox are coming to me needing something from me. And when you need something from me, that means you're draining my energy, right? Yeah. And I've got a lot going on in my life. I got to manage my LinkedIn account, right? Which is more problems than you guys can imagine. I can't imagine. I've got, I've got two kids, right? I've got a full-time job. I'm a busy guy. And if you're going to take energy away from me, I'm going to look at that and I'm going to be like, I'm sorry, I don't, I don't have the energy to give you, right? But if you're going to give me something, then again, I'm going to respond well to you. And so, you know, hopefully people listening to this podcast will really take this message home about giving, identifying, target consumers, marketing, and start to think in different and new ways, regardless of the industry you work in. Absolutely. And I want, I want uh, listeners to understand that John's not saying that he's super busy not connecting because if anybody makes time to connect with people, it's you, John. So I don't want anyone <laughs> listening thinking that, that you're I just like, ignore I'm everybody. busy. Exactly. I'm busy. Yeah. That's actually the, the amount of time you make for people, um, whether they're Baruch students or not is, I, I mean, I just, I hear from students all the time that they just are so appreciative of, of you doing that. Um, yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, you know, uh, yeah, okay, I built my brand up by by building out content, but I, I walk the walk. I mean, I'm yeah. gonna here for a second. Most of the people who like my content or who are engaging or commenting or whatever, sharing, I've had conversations with them. Right. right? I've introduced myself. I've said, "Tell me your story. I want to learn. I want to talk. I'm so appreciative. Thank you." going even just that little bit, people are like, I know this guy, right? I know that he's good. He's, he's doing this content, but he's also got my back and get, you know, letting people feel cared for. I'm trying to do that as well, right? Yes. To show that it's a way of being that gets you where you want to go. Yep. And it's not only in careers, I think it's just in life. 
So that's, oh, the, yeah. that's the most important thing. <laughs> it's just in life. Yeah. It's just Justin life. has been there for me in life many times. So as have you in mind. So listen, shout out. reciprocity. I'm giving him a shout out. <laughs> Thank you. Um, John, this is this discussion has been, has been so great. Uh, listeners, I'm obviously going to put these the resources that John talked about um, on the uh, description of the podcast, but any any final thoughts before we we close the, the conversation here? Any final thoughts? Yeah, on this I mean, more? I think a lot of people are scared, and I think they're the you know final point here is they're scared of the rejection, or they're scared someone isn't going to like them, or they you know if they reach out to somebody they don't hear you know they're they're putting themselves out there and they're going to feel bad. Right. And I just want you to know that if you're putting yourself out there and you're genuinely doing it with the effort, you know, to make somebody else's life better, it doesn't matter if they get back to you or not, right? You've already done something great and you can feel good about them regardless of what the outcome is. Um, it's this idea of outcome independence. So mm. who's scared to reach out or, you know, feels insecure, or doesn't want to feel rejection, just know that when you have a giving first attitude, it doesn't matter if they respond because you're winning. Right. And, you know, having that mindset shift to winning no matter what is going to be really helpful when you take these steps to becoming a marketer in your career. It's fantastic. I love this. And I love that tagline of outcome independence. That's terrific. That's fantastic. Yeah. John, thank you so much. Um, we really appreciate you taking the time of this conversation. You've got um, 6 million messages, I'm sure, to get back to too. No, um, I'm going to ignore them all. Sorry, guys. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I really am. <laughs> um, but we can't wait to have you back on either an episode or at least when we're back on campus and to see you. Oh, my God. Bring me back. I can't yes. wait to talk to the Baruch people. Totally. It's been too long. Thanks, listeners, for tuning into the GCMC podcast, where we look to get off-the-record thoughts and perspectives from individuals who have been hiring managers and in hiring positions in their careers. The GCMC is here for Zicklin MBA and MS students and alumni for their careers wherever they are, so be sure to stay in touch with us.